Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey everybody out there, welcome back to Positively Wrestling Evolve, where two guys who know nothing about women but know a little about professional wrestling talk about women's professional wrestling. I am Tim Kennard, joining me, my friend, Stephen Davidson. How are you, my friend? Did you enjoy Disney? Happy New Year. Feliz Navidad, all that good stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, I did enjoy Disney. It was a tiring week. I got up between five and six every single day for over a week. Look, when you spend that much money on that trip, you got to get up if you want to do all the big things. Oh, yes. So uh, you got to be there when that rope drops every day. Uh, if you want to ride Rise of the Resistance or Avatar Flight of Passage. Yeah, so I'm tired. I just got home a few hours ago. Um but here I am, and I'm ready to talk about uh, women's wrestling. We have uh, stuff to catch up on. I mean, it's a shame. I mean, it was a pretty dead, you know, couple of weeks of wrestling. Nothing exciting really happened. Uh, well, that's how wrestling is. <laughs> We're kidding, nothing of ever, course. It was nothing so, ever happened. Why do we even watch? It like, was, why, it was why? a pretty big couple of weeks uh, <laughs> to catch up on here. Uh, before we get into that, though, tell me this. What was your favorite ride at Disney? What was your favorite thing that you did? Oh, it's always Tower of Terror. That's Tower my Terror. favorite ride ever, period. But I went to Universal for a day. And uh, when I went two years ago, the line was too long. I didn't get to ride uh, Hagrid's magical motorbike adventure, magical creature motorbike adventure. It's a mouthful. Um, and I got to ride it this time. And it was amazing. Awesome. Um, a strong number two. A strong number two. It's unlike anything else I've ever ridden. Um, so, yeah, if if you like thrill rides and or harry potter and you're down in orlando uh venture over to universal studios for a day at least and and check that one out it's great and one last personal curiosity question how is the rise of resistance oh it's great i i wrote it twice i wrote it two years ago as well and it's it's part ride part experience Mm. um uh i wore my kira shirt and uh one of the uh, cast members working the ride is up on the comics, I guess, and started working my Kira shirt into the story of the ride. Um, nice. Saying, saying that I'm already advertising that I work for criminals. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they, they've got knowledgeable people. I saw him eyeing it from a distance and he started walking over to me and I thought, oh, here we go. Um, <laughs> I, I figured he was going to say something. Uh, yeah. So it was a fun, a fun week and I'm exhausted. I'm going to sleep well tonight. Awesome. Awesome. I'm glad you had fun. Glad to have you back. Glad to be back, everybody. Uh, Thank you for coming and joining us again. I do want to say uh, good news for the show, I guess, Uh, looking at a bunch of numbers over the past 30 days. So basically December, we were up 25% over the previous month. So growth is happening and we appreciate everybody. uh, That's a significant percent too. I know I teach math. Yeah. So thank you for uh, tuning in and checking us out. Keep spreading the word. We do appreciate it, but uh, let's jump right into things. Speaking of numbers and math, kicking things off with some math based wrestling. See, normally if you go Ah. one-on-one with another wrestler, you got a 50, 50 chance of winning. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Again, I never know how long that's going to go on. Um, okay. One day so... I'm going to sneak the whole promo. In there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um, I didn't slack, Tim. I didn't slack while I was in Disney. I've got two weeks of math-based wrestling. Because I couldn't, I, I couldn't do the percentage increase decrease for this week if I didn't have the numbers for last week. That's so I true. had to keep up with both weeks. So for two weeks ago, week 10 of math-based wrestling, we had 28 women's matches, 13 stardom, eight AEW, three NXT, two WWE, and one ring of honor. So lots of promotions taking holidays off. Not a lot of only five promotions, but 28 matches for a total of 15,125 seconds. That's four hours, 24 minutes, and nine seconds, an increase of 38.3% over week nine. The match average, nine minutes flat, an increase of 28.3% over week nine. The longest match in week 10, the main event, main event, a stardom dream queendom, Shuri versus Utami Hayashishta. At 36 minutes, 33 seconds. The shortest match, well, dark. Sky Blue versus Ashley D'Ambrose at uh, 31 seconds. 31 seconds. 31 <laughs> seconds. That, that was week 10. Now, this week, week 11, we had 23 matches. 9 AEW, 5 Stardom, 3 WWE, 2 NXT, 2 NWA, 2 NXT UK. For a total of 10,100 seconds, it's two hours, 52 minutes, and nine seconds. A drop from last week of 33.2%. The match average, seven minutes, 19 seconds, a drop of 10.7%. The the match average tends to be in that seven-minute range, I'm I'm finding. Um, If it's low, it's rare that it's lower. Um, It's a little more common to be higher. I guess that's a good thing. Yes. Uh, This week, the shortest match went to Raw. Dana Brooke and Reggie versus Tamina and Akira Tozawa, one minute, 12 seconds. Uh, Dark didn't, didn't top that or, or uh, Dark Elevation. The longest match, the main event of the January 3rd Stardom Show. Tekla, Julia, and Mirai versus Mai Sakurai, Tom Nakano, and Unagi Sayaka at 19 minutes, 34 seconds. Two weeks. I was doing this while I was on vacation, Tim. You're welcome. <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. Well, thank you for the math-based wrestling, my friend. Let's jump into probably the biggest news, or one of the two, one of two biggest news pieces. Um, I think it's probably the biggest. Come out, probably the biggest, and that's as far as affecting what we see on television, the biggest. Yeah, and that is Tony Storm leaving WWE. Not now. Let's clarify: not being released. She asked to leave. Yeah. It was her choice. Um, that's, I mean, that's huge. Yeah. Absolutely huge. And de- I mean, um, we know she is going to be on TV somewhere else. Oh, yeah. Very quickly. As, as, she'll as, she'll as be as soon as she can. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, you know, I some, I guess I'll, I'll say mostly speculation because she hasn't really come out and said anything specific she doesn't even have a twitter account yeah um but some people that were close to her said you know she's fine it's you know there's not it's not like a medical thing it's not one specific incident as far as we know that caused this to happen uh they believe it's more of a cumulative thing with how she was being presented and i 
can't really blame her. We talked no. for weeks about how they completely dropped the ball mm-hmm. since calling her up to the main roster. Mm-hmm. So, and then they had the match on SmackDown, Tony versus Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte got the win, reversing the small package. No one, I was the only one shouting about the fact that Charlotte's shoulders were down. Oh, I didn't Charlotte's shoulders were completely down. And it must have been an accident. It must not have been intended because yeah. they never mentioned it. But guess what? It happened anyway. Mm. And there it was on television. Um, I, I, day one only had one women's match. Yeah. And it was great, but there was only one. There was room for more. We didn't need that Drew McIntyre, Madcap Moss Ugh. match. Didn't need no. it. Uh, would have been much better served with a, a defense by Charlotte. Yeah, I agree. Um, and so I, I'm just wondering if they had acknowledged that her shoulders were down and a rematch had been set for day one, would Tony still be there? Is that all it would have taken? Maybe. Who knows? I, I Again, she's going to be fine. She'll land on her feet, yeah. no problem. She is so talented. And that, that's so what gets talented. me because... I, I'm of two minds about this. I do think if she had hung in there, she would have made it to the top of WWE. I think um, so too. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing it with Liv Morgan. Liv hung in there and she's making it. And I think the same thing would have happened with Tony Storm. But I also understand the other mindset that she's Tony Storm. She didn't have to hang in there. Yeah. Like she should already be booked at the top in some, you know, to some degree at least. Yeah. And so I can understand her frustration with the way that she's been presented. She, she has uh, already a legacy and she's what, 23, 24. She's young. She has many years in front of her. Right. Still compete and be in this business. Um, But yeah. uh, Where would you like to see her pop up again? Stardom. Stardom. Go back to stardom. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, she, I've said before, in my mind, she's about the only Gaijin who really hung with the stardom roster, who moved and kept pace with them, moved as fast as they do, um, as crisp, worked as crisp as they do. Uh, She's that I've seen. Now, I haven't seen every, every, you know, stardom show ever, but the ones that they've posted that I've watched. She's the only one that's really, really hung in there. Uh, Blair Davenport was pretty good too, but Tony was the best I've seen work with the stardom roster. And yeah, I'd love to see her back there. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Um, who knows though? I mean, if you're going where the money is, mm-hmm. you're probably looking at AEW, but again, who knows? Who knows? If that was important. If the, that's uh, the most, if, that's if the mo- if that was the most important thing to her, she still be with WWE. Well, depending, we don't know what her contract situation with WWE is, or how much she was getting paid either. Yeah, but I mean, she's I mean, compared get, to the other super, I mean, comparatively, compared right, but I mean, compared to what she's going to get in you know NWA or Impact, it's going to be way more, even if yeah. it's a lower tier deal. So if it was about money, she'd still be with WWE. And I don't think, you know, she wants a living wage, of course. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't think money is the driving motivator here. Yeah. Regardless, like the world is her oyster. She can pretty much write her own ticket, go where she wants. 
Mm-hmm. Um, again, as we found here in the latter half of this year or this past year is that WWE isn't really the, the end all be all anymore that it was destination for wrestlers. Not the only game in town. Yeah. So plenty of stuff out there and good luck to Tony. We know you're going to be fine. We love you here on the show. Can't wait to see you uh, gracing our screens uh, in some form in the future. Very we'll soon. find you wherever yes. you are. We'll find you. The other big news uh, surrounding oh, Big Swole. And it's got me Tony fired up, Tim. Khan. I'm fired up. I know. Uh, the, 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 a lot of people are fired, were fired up on both oh. sides of the coin. Um, but yeah, so basically what had happened is Big Swole had her podcast and she went into um, her experience with AEW behind the scenes and her whole thing. And, you know, she talked about, again, and I think this is where some things got blown out of proportion because a lot of the news sites I I felt were a little irresponsible with the initial uh, reporting of what she said, because they kind of embellished it and made it sound like it was being so just completely racially charged when that really wasn't, yes, she was talking about race, but she was saying her experience. She mm-hmm. wasn't saying that AEW is not a diverse place. Right. It's that she experienced with her journey what she felt to be a lack of diversity for her. Mm-hmm. And that got blown out of proportion. And then Tony Khan um, responded on Twitter in, again, Man, <laughs> the most childish, unprofessional way he could have possibly responded. Like, I, I, I'll say this. I get you want to defend your company. I get it. I understand if I was an owner and I felt like I was being attacked. I get it. But to sit there and say something like she's not doesn't have enough talent or wasn't as good, a, very good a wrestler. Yeah, he let her go because she didn't wrestle well. I like, and now you're the owner and that's a decision for you to make fair enough, but that's not something you blast on Twitter. No, you want to say that you tell that to the person. That's a, that's a private conversation. Yep. That's not, you don't put that on social media for the world to see. So I agree. Very unprofessional, very kind of childish to do that. Um, But I mean, he yeah. acts like he acts like Donald Trump. He does. He responds when, when, when someone criticizes him and she was very fair. She yeah. was very fair with the and, things that she was saying and, and he couldn't handle it. And so he attacked her and made it personal. And you know what? I would almost bet much like we know Trump had done in the past and still does. I think he went based off of an irresponsible uh, news site's reporting of what she said without actually going and listening for himself. So he Possibly. was responding to just that initial, like, Oh, she said, what? Oh, I'm just go do this and didn't do his own you know investigation as to what was actually said yeah um maybe now, she his... was pointing out some things that we've talked about here yeah that the women aren't satisfied with two minute matches or 34 second matches on dark yeah like they they want more and they deserve more and they do yes agreed um now is this going to change anything probably not let's be very very honest here um, we hope and pray that Tony Khan 
listens to the fan base to his um, women's division and builds them up more. Uh, we can only hope. I mean, we'll kind of just let's go ahead and segue into this. We did crown our TBS champion, mm-hmm. Jade Cargill, beating Ruby yeah. Soho uh, to become the first ever TBS champion, which was good. And uh, we had Mercedes Martinez debut. So mm-hmm. that roster is building more, more big name talent, recognizable talent. Um, but again, as we have said, month in and month out, you have to give them more of a platform to get over. Dark, 31 seconds, two minutes, three minutes, not enough to get people over and get them in the minds of the fan base for them to really care about these characters. In all of AEW history, every single show, women have main evented one show. Mm-hmm. That's it. They, they don't even get a dark main event. Yeah, it's like, come on, come on. Um, and that, I guess that main event was the, the lights out match, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. With, and uh, boy, did they pat themselves on the back for that. Like they were doing something that was just groundbreaking mm-hmm. when, you know, Sasha was main eventing in 2016, Sasha and Charlotte. Yeah. Um, I go back to Trish before and that, Impact. Yep. And M- Impact was doing it fairly regularly long before WWE was mm-hmm. with Gail Kim, Mickey James. They were main eventing shows. Um, so, you're 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 playing catch up here yeah i mean so i mean aw definitely has ground to gain they need to yeah really uh, get behind these women and and put faith in them that they're going to deliver the product we know that they can we've seen the glimpses of it i've seen glimpses at two minutes i want to see glimpses at eight minutes at 10 minutes first of all with jade winning i i i I think she was probably going to win anyway. I think so. But af- after the way he responded to Big Swole, she had to win. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, he- he's making her point um, for her. But beyond that, that match, the, the show started with the world title mm-hmm. with, with, with uh, Brian Danielson. And Adam Page. And when that show started with that match, I was like, oh, the women must be finally main eventing. No. And you would think the TBS title on right. your first night on TBS would be your main event. But they no, didn't they... even get the crossover segment. Yeah. They started like 10 after 9 or 15 after 9. And then when the match was over, no big celebration. No, no. They It was presented like just another match. Jade Cargo won. Yeah, brand new. They were the 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 announce team was like, brand new, first ever TBS champion. Earlier today, Jim Ross sat down with Serena D. Serena D. And then they just cut to that. And and it was and actually, did you also notice they jam packed every little bit about the women into one block? Yeah, because they talked one, about one segment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they talked about. Uh, or two, but, I guess, because the match did did at least span two segments. Yeah, but even before the match, they were talking about um, oh, like again, two other people that were going at it. Then they got to the match. Then afterwards, it was Deeb, and then it was the Ruby Soho interview with uh, getting interrupted by Britt Baker. Oh yeah, uh, kind of hyping up Riho versus Britt for this Saturday, right? Um, 
So yeah, it's like they just said here, all the women in one in one fell swoop. It's yeah. like, come on, spread yeah. them out. <laughs> yeah, that tag title match should not have been the main event. It was just another tag title match. Yeah, there was a title change, but it's just another iteration of matches we've seen over and over and over and over. And this was the first ever crowning of of this particular champion on <laughs> with a, a title like you said named after the network yes so yeah i agree it should have been the last match of the show um especially if you're not putting danielson and page yeah. on as your i would have been fine with danielson and page being last i would have been fine with that but since I, they put it on first yeah like if they had kicked off with the tbs championship i'd been fine with that yeah i'd have been put fine it at with the top too. of the show mm-hmm. boom that would have been great too but yeah just kind of lost in the shuffle in the middle didn't like it what did you yeah. think of the match itself i thought it was pretty good actually um uh yeah uh i i like jade and i like ruby uh the the roster is strong overall um and uh the 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 finish didn't quite come off as smoothly as they wanted it to but other than that i i thought it was pretty solid i thought it was decent i actually uh, expected it to be better than what it was um again not that it was bad but it just something felt like they were just kind of not on the same page mm-hmm. uh, with each other. And then yeah, at the end, it did seem a little, eh. but also I don't know if she's just doing a really good sell job or if maybe she legitimately is dealing with a shoulder injury, but Ruby Soho definitely sold very well that she might mm-hmm. be hurt. I'll, I'll yeah. say that. Yeah. Um, and that could have played into it as well. Who knows? But uh, still, congratulations to Jade Cargill. I know big things are planned for her in the future. They're definitely yeah. trying to use her as one of the pillars in that women's division. Mm-hmm. And, I think uh, it was the the right call because when she eventually gets beaten for that title, it's it's a double whammy for whoever does it. Yeah, because they get to say that they beat Jade mm-hmm. because she is just a beast of right. a performer, um, but also to be the the first person to or the person to beat the first ever TBS champion right? will be great. Um, I like Mercedes Martinez being added to AEW. I think that is great. I think it's going to be a good spot for her. Yeah. I'm just, I'm always, I'm just afraid for anyone, any, any female talent who joins AEW right now. I'm just really skeptical. I hope Tony doesn't go there. I don't want to, I don't want Mercedes to be relegated to, 90 second matches on dark yeah no agreed i'm looking forward to what's going to be the first feud for her which is her and thunder rosa that's going to be great. right yeah i'm looking for i just hope afterwards we're not right so they're going well where's she, where is she where's she been mm-hmm. um and, and next week we do have hikaru Shida and serena deeb yes and i'll say great interview segment from deeb i thought it was uh, i thought she comes off really really well uh, with her character and how she is in her mind the best in AEW. She, she sounds a little rehearsed to me when she talks. It doesn't. She doesn't flow and sound very natural to me when she talks. Mm. I like okay. her in the ring. Yeah, no, I mean yeah. in the ring, she's awesome. Yeah, and of course, like we say, upcoming this Saturday at Battle for the Belts, we got Riho and Britt Baker. Yep, Britt will uh, finally get a, a win over Riho. Well, let, let's be honest. Rio's not winning. Probably not. Probably yeah. not. <laughs> but it, but it should be good. And Rio's probably my favorite that they have in the women's division. So I'm looking. Although, with the way she was getting on Ruby Soho, what if Ruby Soho causes Brit to lose? Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe. It seems like they were building to a title program with this too, though. Yeah, I think because I mean, they they met the one time, but I think, yeah, they are yeah. Uh, building to a more long term between Ruby and Britt. Uh, but we'll see. But uh, yeah, so that's basically the AEW of it all for this week's show. Let's jump into some stardom and the Dream Queendom highlights, big pay-per-view uh, on the 31st. 29th. Or 29th, excuse me. Yeah, 29th. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the year. <laughs> end of the year. Yes. But uh, yeah. This, great uh, show. Great show. Yes. Top to bottom. This was really, really good. Um Kick it off with the pre-show match. Had a, the five-way dance. Uh, Fukigan Death, Lady C, Rina, Saki Kashima, and Wakasukiyama. And uh, Fukigan Death picking up the victory here. Um, I called it kind, kind of lucky. I mean, it, it could have been almost anyone but Waka yeah. uh, and Lady C. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I basically had a 33. 33 you want to play it? Do you have it? <laughs> See, normally if you go one-on-one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. Oh, okay. He's so talking the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. I mean, I do, um, just not ready to play around. Uh, all right, all right, got you, got you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this was, you know, what it was. It was a fun six-and-a-half-minute match. Yeah, and I'll tell you what. We got to the first uh, match of the show, and it did not take long to get our first surprise. Yeah, and that was a future of stardom title change. Hanan beating Ruaka. Yeah. Oh, my I, I goodness. Did not call this one. I didn't. I liked it, though. I think, yeah, I, no, I, I, I really liked it. Um, I, I like Hanan, and we haven't seen her win a lot. And it seems like the future of stardom champion kind of loses, except when they defend their title. That's the only <laughs> time they win. Uh, and that might continue here, but um i i think she does have potential to to be something down the line so i i like that they're giving her a little bit of a spotlight here yes uh we had an artist of stardom title match next uh, of course uh donna del mondo Himeka, micah and natsupoi uh against uh the cosmic angels my sakurai mina shirakawa and unagi sayaka and donna del mondo picking up the win um yeah. Not really a surprise, kind of what we expected to happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but a good match. I like this match. Yeah, yeah. And Mai was there to take the pin, and that's what she did to take the fall. Um, yeah. And uh, Julia actually uh, brings that up a little a little later in, uh, was it this show or was it the, I, I don't think it was this show. I think it was the uh, the January 3rd show. Yeah, yeah. She brings it up when she's talking at the the third show. Yeah, third show. Um, high speed title match, three way dance. Starlight Kid, Azumi, and Koguma. Starlight Kid retaining her high speed championship. Um, very fast, very uh, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, kind of match, lived, up, but lived up to the title, the high yes, speed title. Yeah, but very good, very entertaining. Yeah, uh, and every the more I see her, the more I like Starlight Kid. I'm telling you, she's she's one of my favorites. I th- I think she's one of the best wrestlers <laughs> in the world. I think she 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 just gets it. She gets it, and she is on fire right now. Yeah. Uh, next match, one I was extremely excited for because my favorite coming back after being on the shelf for a while, Julia uh, taking on Konami. Of course, this is Konami's last match, kind of on her yeah. way out, um, and. 
I'll say, A, I love the new gear for Julia. I love the look, the aesthetic, the blades. Yeah, I, I like it better than the militaristic look she had going on. Yeah, yeah, with like the eye patch. It looks really cool. It's almost like yeah. cyberpunk cowboy mm-hmm. uh, or pirate, cyberpunk pirate kind of thing going on. Yeah. Uh, really dig that. Uh, I thought a great match between, between her and Konami. And Julia, of it course. It ended a little faster than I thought it was going to. Hmm. I thought they were just kind of getting into the climactic sequence and then it was over, but I loved it. And man, over and over and over, they pay tribute to Hana Kimura in this yes. match. Uh, yes. Both of them were, were close to Hana and that's something that they have in common and uh, just using her moves and making references to her. And I really, really like that. And I mean, real classy touch at the end from Julia. I mean, even when she came out with the, the kind of never end banner, and yeah. all the signatures and everything, just kind of a for a, Konami, yeah. A, just a thank you to Konami for all that yeah. she had done for Stardom. K- Konami's uh, trademark phrase is "the end." That's what she says. You know, like uh, she's going into a match. You know, I'm facing you, Momo Watanabe. The end, um, or whoever. Um, and so, yeah, never end is kind of the way of saying that Konami's. It, it's not over for Konami yet, just for now. And you can see it in Konami's face as Julia's coming in. They shot to Konami in the ring, and you could see tears welling up in her eyes mm-hmm. yeah. when when Julia kind of presented that never end banner for people to see. It was it was really yeah. good. It was a very class act. I really really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, let's move on to uh, some tag team action. We had Mayu Owatane and Takumi Aroha mm-hmm. uh, taking on Hazuki and Momo Watanabe, and uh, Mayu and Takumi picking up the win. Yeah, thanks to Momo. Well, yes, thanks to Momo. <laughs> yeah, Momo didn't want any part of this match. Yeah, she didn't want to team up with Hazuki, and so she finally got fed up and uh, attacked Hazuki herself, <laughs> and, and left basically left Hazuki in a uh, handicap match position. And uh, Hazuki's good, but she's not that good. Not against uh, Mayu and, and Takumi Iroha. So uh, yeah, they overwhelmed her and got the pin. But this was excellent, and man. I love the new Momo. I love yeah. the new Momo. Um, right now, she doesn't really have any gear. She's kind of using a t-shirt and shorts and stuff, but she's changed her look completely and the way she carries herself. And yeah, much like it worked for Starlight when she shifted, it, it's working for Momo too. And it's they call it the black peach or the dark peach? Black peach. Black peach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Excited to see uh, how this change goes from Momo, getting more into it and seeing... Uh, how far they take it. I think it's going to be real good. Yeah. Uh, but hey, fair warning to Oedo Tai. Momo is now notorious for turning on her teammates. <laughs> she is. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. Um, let's get to the Wonder of Stardom title match. Tom Nakano defending her belt against Saya Kamitani Kamitani. Again, said either way. Um, and again, what a match. This was really, really good. Uh, Saya picking up the victory, beating Tom. Yep, new champion. New Saya champion. Kamitani, yeah. Um, I, I've I've been critical of Saya uh, in the past. I think this was Saya's best match that she's mm-hmm. had. Uh, this was. I have no problem with anything that happened in this match. Uh, I mean, you know, I wanted Tom to win, so I guess that. <laughs> but well, as far yeah. as the execution of the match, uh, I thought it was amazing. It was um dramatic and exciting and unpredictable and everything was executed well um 
and Saya has definitely shown improvement. I still think she has a way to go. I'm not quite as high on her as a lot of other people are, but she's improving and she's getting better. And this match was her best yet. Uh, but of course, look who she look who she was in there with. So, um, no surprise there, I guess. Yeah. But uh, big match, another you know, one you were looking forward to absolutely the most had to be the main event, the World of Stardom title, SWA Undisputed World's Women title. Uh, winner no, take no all. time limit no time limit uh shiri versus utami hayashista and wow i mean this i mean what a match yeah as uh, predicted ness as predicted shiri picking up the win yeah uh after New they was a 40 minute draw they went to the previous uh, like 43 or 46 43 minutes i think something yeah. like that um, and then and then they had a 20 minute draw after that yeah, five star Grand Prix. Yeah, so what a, a, a wonderful series of matches between these yeah. two. I still uh, think their first one was the best one, but this was also very, very good. And yeah, I mean, just but I mean, it went thirty six minutes, incredible action all the way through. That one uh, was that a Frankensteiner she did like to the outside or something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was and, and she looking. also went for it and it was countered to a power bomb the first time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, just incredible spots in this match. Both of these uh women just left it all in the ring. What a great match for the main event to end the show on. It was and to end 2021 on for stardom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. And if you didn't know, this show also set a record for stardom. An attendance record. Biggest attendance. They had 3,000 people in the pandemic era. 3,000 people. Okay. Uh, big stuff for them. Plus, I think over the course of the year, they had a total of about 45,000 to 46,000 in attendance, which is big numbers for them. Over it, is. it is. It it's is. Really big numbers. Um, but yeah, but uh, real, real good show. Top to bottom. Very, very enjoyable um definitely i I told you before we started recording that i got up at like five that morning yep and and avoided twitter all day and then went to the parks was at the park for over 12 hours and then started watching the show at 9 30 that night and then watched the whole thing it i went to bed at like 1 30 and then got up at six the next morning uh that's dedication that's love (laughs) tim that's what that is it's love dedication and love that's right uh but also uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh the uh january 4th show of course but third but yeah or third excuse me i did find this i thought uh because they did the award winners yes for that yes. show uh and uh the 2021 stardom awards are handed out mm-hmm. uh mvp utami hayashista mm-hmm. uh special award i don't know exactly what that means uh, um, it, it was some sort of almost like a lifetime achievement award type of okay. thing. Yeah, that went to Mayu Watani. Yeah, um, best the match, icon. the icon of Star. Yes, yeah, best match, Tom Nakano versus Julia from March third. Yeah, a, a little, uh, only a little surprised. I thought they might give that to Tommy and and Shuri for their first match, but much deserved by Tom yeah. and Julia. So yeah, uh, best tag team, Hazuki and Koguma. Yeah, and they uh, they won the tag league, and they have their tag title match with Julie and Shuri coming up this weekend. Ah, yeah. 
Uh, best unit, Oweto Tide. Don't think there's an argument there. They kind of run I, rampant as a unit. And- I, I kind of thought Donald Domondo would win, though, because like, one thing that does irk me a little about Donald Domondo is they don't have any pin eaters. They don't have anyone on their, in their unit that just loses for the team. Oh, that's true. And that rarely wins. Like now they have seven people and all of them are booked strong. And they're the only unit like that. Um, everybody else has people who always lose or almost always lose. Um, so I kind of, I'm, I'm surprised. Um, but Oedo Tai, especially once they started winning those loser must join the other unit matches yeah oedo ties kind of the one that got the most buzz and that people were talking about the most once that started so and you could say I, I like it because of those you know loser has to join them kind of made the biggest impact as far as units go right because they caused real change <laughs> yeah. to happen yeah um, shocking change yes yeah. uh the shining award voted by the fans goes to starlight kid yeah i don't know what the criteria was for that though i never could find what the criteria was do you know I don't, but since it's voted by fans, I'm wondering if this is just like this is the fans' favorite. Maybe like this is who the fan. This is the, who the biggest star for the fans for that year. Yeah, uh, maybe is what I would guess. Uh, outstanding performance going to Shuri. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Again, I, I don't know. Oh, there's uh, 50% off uh, yes. long sleeve shirts. Yes. You, you all can't see that, but folks, is a sale. Yeah, there's 50% a sale. 50% off long sleeve shirts you know, gotta, collar. Gotta love sites that put ads right in the middle of their article stuff <laughs> right just love it uh fighting uh, spirit nice. yeah i mean i'd wear it um fighting spirit uh went to an unagi sayaka and i like best... that i like that and explain that when fighting spirits uh, uh just kind of like never give up always working to improve Always, okay. always just a, a never say die fighter. Um, and that, that's definitely Unagi. Definitely Unagi. I like that. And best technique going to Saya Kamitini. Completely disagree. Like that's, that's the one from like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like sometimes, yes. Like in that match with Tom. Yeah. But other times, not so much. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's the one where I was like, ah, fine, I'll give you one. Um, <laughs> but overall, yeah, I, I think those were pretty fair. Uh, like I said, they did have, a, a, as part of that award ceremony, they had the show in tandem with that, that they put in front of uh, about 450 fans. And uh, some good matches on here. I think the mm-hmm. biggest uh thing for couple, me that happened was developments at the end the biggest which was revealing of the yeah. people under the momo masks but before that before that though lady c gets a unit yes lady c is no longer a, a loner oh, <laughs> finally so we had a match we had um let's see it was it was azumi utami hayashishita and saya kamatani against uh, Fukigen Death, Momo, and Saki, Kashima. And uh, after the match, Oedo Tai was... Uh, uh, Queen's Quest gets the win. Azumi um, beating Saki Kashima by submission. Mm-hmm. And then Oedo Tai attacks and overwhelms them, and Lady C runs in to help. And um, Utami 
first, well, first they set up a singles match between Azumi and Momo. That's happening this weekend as well. And then uh, Utami invited Lady C to join Queen's Quest. So there we go. Lady C is now part of Queen's Quest, and Queen's Quest now has someone to eat the pins. Well, and actually, because I just I now noticed that apparently I didn't crop my screenshots well enough. Mm-hmm. I missed one because Lady C won an award. <laughs> she was the rookie oh. of the year. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she she's a good performer. It's oh, yeah. She's been booked as a loser. <laughs> but she she's a good performer she's got a great choke slam and what i hate is she's never won a match with it like it would be a convincing finisher if they just let her win with it or saved it for when they were ready to let her start winning matches yeah but the problem is now she's hit everyone on the roster with it like five times and they've all kicked out every single time so it's kind of hard to start using it as a finish now yeah might need to come up with something better yeah or just something different. Just something, something different. different. Yeah, yeah, but it's a shame because it's really good. Like she she executes it very, very well. So I'm I'm curious to see what the future holds for Lady C. But yeah, people but seem happy, to like her. I'm yeah, ha- happy like that she's her. on a unit. Happy yes. she's on a unit finally. Yeah. Uh but as I said at the uh end of the show, we got uh the reveal in a match, uh Julia's uh masked cohorts. Uh, were shown and you said their names earlier because they were the longest match in math based mm-hmm. wrestling mm-hmm. um and the names escape me uh tekla which and, is the Mirai. Mirai. which is the toxic spider right tekla yes tekla yeah tekla yeah um, she's uh austrian i think so she's not japanese okay she's austrian and then Mariah is Japanese. I know. I know. Uh, Tekla's from Ice Ribbon. I think Mariah is too. Okay. Um, I'm not completely sure about that. I know Tekla is. Um, and I guess she worked with Julia in Ice Ribbon. Um, I, I'd, I'd say Mariah probably did as well. Um, Tekla stood out to me. She definitely has yeah. a charisma about her. Uh, I think she's going to be something special. Um, I, I, my, my impression is she already is where she come, where she's already been. Yeah. But now stardom is the big leagues and I think she's going to make a huge impression. Um, was, it's always was, shocking <laughs> when someone gets on the mic in stardom and starts speaking English. Like, I know. What, what, I understand my, what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. My ears. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> and then she started uh, speaking Japanese and I was, yeah, uh, I think well, she, I think she's fluent in both. Yeah. yeah. It sounded, she sounded very fluent. I mean, just the mm-hmm. way she was speaking, but yeah, I was very impressed with her yeah. in the ring. I thought she looked great. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I thought the match overall was really good but it was it was uh but i really really uh appreciated her performance mm-hmm. i think above everybody yeah. else and again my sakurai was in there to eat the pin yeah and I, I i knew that as soon as the match started by the way this show from january 3rd is on their youtube for, for free, free. Mm-hmm. So check it out um um but julia did get on the mic and and kind of run down my sakurai and and say you're you're always losing you're never going to be anything um and she had earlier, I think it was at the pay-per-view, had had confronted Tom and said that you Cosmic Angels needs to improve because you've got these people that are always losing and you're never going to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, 
I mean, I, I hope that that kind of is starting something where they start losing less. Um, but uh, at the same time, I'm like, well, you know, don't don't bring that up. Don't don't call attention to that if it's not going to be changing soon, because yeah. all that's going to do is shift perception of cosmic angels if people haven't really picked up on that yet. Um, but yeah, but now Donna Delmondo is really big. There are seven people in Donna yeah. Delmondo, and like I said, all of them are booked strong, and that's cool for Donna Delmondo. But they're also the newbies compared to everybody else. Uh, Julia's been there the longest and she's only been there a little over two years. And yeah. whereas you've got, you know, Momo's been there for a decade or something crazy or pretty close to it and Starlight too. And, and so I, I don't subscribe to the theory that someone has to have been at a promotion for a long time to be booked strong. But I also don't want the people that have been there for a long time to not be given anything do a little of both and to me Donna Delmondo has just been a little too dominant over this past year and I'd, I'd like to see I'd like to see it shared a little bit hmm. I mean look Shuri has three titles <laughs> including the top title so yeah during the show when they had the the four the eight person tag whatever Mm-hmm. And they all came out just like belt collecting. Yeah. <laughs> belt, 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 three belts. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm hoping Hazuki and Kaguma win those tag titles this weekend. That's I'm crossing my fingers for that. I'd like that to happen. Yeah. Um, so we'll have to wait and see for that. But yeah, stardom really, really good couple of weeks of stardom action going on. Good close out mm-hmm. to 2021 and a good start to 2022. Yeah. So they were we Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Oh yeah, Wrestle Kingdom. Sorry, I didn't get to see this, but you did. Yeah, I Tell did. Us what went I down? Did. I, I I shout out the twenty bucks just to watch this one match. Uh, it, love, it's love. Um, and yeah, one it, match? it was it was only one startup match. I didn't. Oh, watch I thought there, I thought there were two. <laughs> I thought there were two startup no, matches in there. Just no, one? only one startup match. Yeah, uh, Saya Kamatani and Tom Nakano defeating Mayu Watani and Starlight Kid. Um, and it it was it was good. Um, but if that's the only stardom you've seen, all four of them have had better matches within the last two weeks. So <laughs> like, if you liked that, you'll love what they do on a regular basis. Um, so just sign up. I, I, I got charged for my monthly stardom, uh, subscription yesterday, I think. And, you know, the exchange rate always varies a little bit. It changes and shifts from day to day. $7.88 is what I got charged. <laughs> well worth it well worth it um so yeah it was good saya uh pin starlight kid with a phoenix splash so it was saya and tom teaming up less than a week after they had that amazing battle for the white belt teaming up and winning hey yeah but cool that yeah. they got to uh feature on wrestle kingdoms like that's very yeah nice. and and they pointed out this made um i don't know if it was this match that made mayu um that gave mayu this distinction but they pointed out that mayu is one of only six women ever to wrestle at both the Tokyo Dome and Madison Square Garden. Wow. Only six. Uh, Bonacano was one. Okay, cool. Uh, Hana Kimura was one. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't remember the other three, but yeah, good company. And that's, that's a cool distinction. I'm hoping that they, they can, if we can uh, 
kind of deal with this Omicron variant and, and get this thing under control that they can come back over here and, and do a couple shows in New York or Chicago or Atlanta or something like that. If, if they come to the States, I'm going wherever oh. they are. I'm going. <laughs> I have no doubt. I have yes. no doubt. Um, but excellent. Yeah. Hopefully again, hopefully uh, it won't get as bad with Omicron as it did with the initial COVID-19 uh, shutdown. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully uh, they'll be able to come stateside soon. Yeah. Um, let's jump over to ring of honor. And uh, I guess we have to call it, it the, the final title defense for rock C uh, for now, now, um, at least on ring of honor television. Right. Uh, Because ring of honor is just a brand and we could see that title defended other places. That is well, we're supposed to, and we're going to belt for belt. Yeah. Supposed to uh, against uh, um, theoretically Gianna Perrazzo. Yeah. Theoretically Gianna Perrazzo. She's got to win this weekend first. Yes. We'll we'll Um, talk about that in a few minutes. But uh, Roxy defending against Holiday, mm-hmm. and uh, a good final match. It was entertaining. It, a shame that Holiday lost on the big holiday. Yeah, <laughs> True. seems like like if she had a shot, that was it. <laughs> that was the one. <laughs> yeah. Christmas, what? the Christmas episode. Yeah, and I do like uh, Holiday. I think she's great. Yeah, I love the charisma. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, so. but yeah, Roxy, uh, you know, very good match. You know, it's Roxy, so of course. Um, but yeah, this this confirmed that she is the the reigning champion and will likely get that shot against Diana Perrazzo. Um, if I mean, what 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 if they book Mickey to win? Just kayfabe. Speaking kayfabe, if yeah. Mickey wins, like they should have clarified this. Yeah, right. Like what happens kayfabe if Mickey wins? Does Mickey defend, or, or does it just become Deanna versus Roxy for the NWA title? Right, or and, or, and, or maybe her Triple uh, A belt. Yeah, her uh, Reina de Reinas. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So questions that aren't answered, but my suspicion is they won't need to be. Yeah, uh, but we'll get to that shortly. Uh, let's talk about NWA. I did not get to check NWA out this week, so why don't you take it away? Uh, well, first of all, they're getting a new show. Ah. I've talked before about how I, I, I like what they're doing in NWA, and I just wanted more of it, and we're getting more of it. And it's free starting this Saturday, NWA USA on YouTube at noon. It's on both the NWA YouTube channel and the Fight TV YouTube channel. And I guess it's an hour-long show. That's my assumption. I haven't heard anything counter to that. Um, and so, yeah, th- I think that's great for them. So they'll have yeah. their their Saturday NWA and then on Tuesday they'll have Power, and then they've got a new NWA All Access Pass, where for fifty dollars a year or forty nine ninety nine fifty, um, you get their subscription service through Fight TV. And all of their pay-per-views hmm. for 50 bucks a year. I mean, that's, that's what a deal. I mean, come on. That's I'm, already five paying, bucks a month. I'm already paying more than that just for power because I'm paying $5 a month for power. That's mm-hmm. 60 bucks a year right there. Yeah. So save so, a little bit of money and get everything plus pay-per-views, which is right. 
another 20 to 25 bucks. Yeah. On top of that, that's kind of a no brainer. If you like NWA, I mean, yeah. Uh, or women's wrestling because they have a very good women's division. They just, we don't see a whole lot of it, but now we'll see more of it, I guess. Uh, I mean, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully you're not going to pull an AEW and have another show that a YouTube show that doesn't feature the women very much. Right, right. But this week we had Tootie Lynn and Kylie Ray teaming up against Camille and Missa Kate. And uh, Camille, not happy about it. She's not a tag team wrestler. She doesn't like depending on other people. And uh, Miss Kate proved why when she lost the match for them. <laughs> and uh, Camille, not happy about that. So we'll see where that goes. And uh, Natalia Markova beat the living crap out of Paolo Blaze and beat her in under four minutes. Like, this was just a beat down. Paolo Blaze had a couple of hope spots where she got like a roll up or a sunset flip, but. Other than that, this was just dominance by Natalia Markova. And it, it's playing into the story where there's uh, dissension because of tag team losses between Paula Blaze and Genocide. And um, um, I still want to call her Tiffany. Uh, not <laughs> Tiffany, but um, uh, Taryn Terrell. Yes. Um, and so Genocide, before the match, said, I'm not going out there. I'm done with them. So Paula's on her own. Let's see how she does. And she got wrecked by <laughs> Natalia Markova. Um, Natalia was throwing simple forearms to the back that were cringe-inducing. You could hear the sick thud throughout the whole building. Um, you don't have to slap your thigh if you know how to throw an actual forearm. It sounded great. It looked great. And you didn't need to, to do flips and go through tables onto thumbtacks. It, it was just as effective. Um, so it was short. Just under four minutes, but worth watching for sure. Yeah. So, but we'll see what uh, what what NBA really does with their new show, and it's, it does start this Saturday, so tomorrow. Oh goodness! Yeah. It is upon us. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, can't wait to tune in and see what that's going to be about. Uh, let's jump to the hard to kill preview. Three women's matches on the docket for this weekend. Um, of course, we have again. Diana Perazzo getting her rematch against Mickey James for that knockouts uh, or yeah, knockout, yeah, impact yeah. knockouts championship. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, we kind of think this street is fight? Diana. Street fight? Yes, yes, this is a uh, oh, what kind? I can't remember what kind, but it is a street fight. <laughs> yeah, like a t- Tennessee, Texas, Te- Texas death match, Texas death yeah. match. Yeah. Um, but uh, we kind of think. You know, I, I think this should be the main event. By the way, we were talking about that earlier. I uh, think this should be the main event of the show. It would be nice if they would do that. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to see it. I really would. Um, as much as I'm low key hoping for a Matt Cardona win, uh, oh, of course, of course, I love <laughs> everything he's threat. doing. Um, but yeah. still, uh, but yeah, I like. Uh, I, I really would love for this to be the main event. Um, of course, I'm pulling for Mickey because she's my girl, but right. I think we think Deanna Prost is probably going to regain her championship here. Yeah. Um, especially when you factor in NWA is getting a new show. Mickey's heavily involved with NWA. Right. If she's going to be going back and doing more with them, it would make sense. Yeah. To kind of drop the belt back to Deanna. But I think it's going to be a great match regardless. Yeah. Uh, we also have uh, history making um, X Division 
Ultimate X match. Yeah. All women. Can't wait for this. We've got um, mm, uh, Lady Frost. Mm-hmm. We've got um, Rosemary. Yep. Your girl. Yep. Uh, not going to win it, but I'm pulling for her. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not going to win. <laughs> I'd love to yeah. see her win, but I don't think it's going to be her. No. Um, let's see. Who else am I forgetting here? Uh, Tasha Steeles. Tasha Steeles. Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green. Uh, and oh, Rachel Ellering and Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace. Yeah. Hmm. Well, actually, I, I mean, Rosemary, I, mean, I won't say that she doesn't have a chance at winning. I mean, she she's not booked as a jobber. I mean, no. I, I, I mean, she's just, she just came off being a tag team champion. Right. Yeah, uh, and she has been an Impact Women's World Champion a couple times. <laughs> yeah, it, so, it, it doesn't feel like now is the time, but I mean, maybe this is the way they make now the time. Could be. Well, I will say the um, Ultimate X match, which is a little bit more frenetic, not quite what I'd say hardcore, but it's a little outside the normal lines. Right. Uh, that kind of specialized match. She is that kind of wrestler as far yeah. as she she's no stranger to like a hardcore type match, cage matches and stuff like that, tables matches. So she could acclimate to this very well, but I think they're going to use this to vault somebody, to really uh, jump somebody up the spotlight. I don't think it'll be Jordan Grace because she is currently a champion already. Right. I could see this possibly being a lady frost situation Good game. Uh, to really boost her up after getting her signed in or my outside kind of prediction is chelsea green yeah i think chelsea could uh could take home the the win the gold the x whatever you want to say <laughs> it'd be interesting to see chelsea and matt at the top of impact um Although Chelsea is a face and Matt Cardona is a heel right now. True. So they may have to shift that. Um, Of course. And I'm just going to seg because it's literally happening almost in real time before we came on the show, started uh, on Twitter uh, with Matt Cardona, Chelsea and GCW and Joey Janela. This big thing where Matt was doing his, his podcast stream on YouTube, whatever that he does. Mm-hmm. and uh where he talks about figures and all kinds of you know right. his action figures all that stuff and he's like and my good friend joey janela sent me a package um he said like, you know we're good buddies it's, it's awesome and he's like i work at gcw he's like but but f gcw i hate that place and they called out like the guy who runs it saying he's a idiot and all this stuff but he's like well my good friend joey probably sent me a figure let's open it up opens up the box there's a, a card inside it's a birthday card, but birthday scratched out and it said like happy wedding, opened it up. And there's five pictures of Joey Janela with Chelsea Green poolside looking very cozy in a throwback. It's definitely a nod to the Flair Savage Elizabeth. Yeah, that's what on. I was going to bring up. Yeah, uh, but it was really neat. And I thought that was kind of cool. Um just to throw that in there since it just happened, go check it out. Uh, Chelsea and Matt's uh, Twitter. Okay. Uh, it, it's pretty awesome. Um, but a cool, cool throwback to, yeah. uh, to Flair and Savage and Elizabeth. Right. But yeah, so I, uh, yeah, Chelsea and Cardona both winning would be pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's one of the, I think this is one of those matches. It literally could go anyway. I could see any one of these participants winning. Yes. Yeah. 
I, I, I agree. So I'm just going to sit back and enjoy this one. Yes, most definitely. Um, and then I, I like have... everybody in the match. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to be upset no matter what happens. So, yeah. Yeah, I won't be disappointed one anyway that it goes. Yeah. Um, I also have a tag title match for the Knockouts yes. Tag Team Championship. The Inspiration defending against the Influence. This uh, will be an entertaining bout, to say yeah. the least. <laughs> friendship did not last long. No, it did not. Yeah. It did not. Um, I fully expect the Inspiration to retain here. Yeah. Um, although I think we're going to get some good comedy spots in this. Yes. Um, most definitely. <laughs> It's going to be entertaining. You're yeah, not going to be disappointed. Is, it's not going to be match of the year. No, no, not or, by any stretch. Or night, um, <laughs> or maybe even quarter hour. But <laughs> uh, it's going to be fun. Is it up against anything else that it would lose the quarter hour? <laughs> um, I, well, you know, it's Saturday and it's it AEW. <laughs> oh, that's why. That's right. Never mind. Never mind. If, if it, it could go up against Rio and Brit. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I take nothing away from the laughing. We love all oh, four yeah, ladies yeah, yeah. involved in this match. That's just not what this match is designed yeah. to be. Yeah. They're, this is designed to be something different. If they wanted to go out and have a match of the night, I, th- I think they could. I think, yeah, uh, they're but more the, than capable. Yeah. Uh, as but far that's as not what ability. they're that's That's not what the goal of this is. No, that's not what these characters and the way they're being presented in their story arc is intended to do. Right. Um, but yeah, looking forward to it. Nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah. Can't wait for that. That's this weekend. Of course, Saturday. Uh, I'm, I'm watching. I'm going to order it. I'm going to watch it. Nice. Uh, yeah. I depends. I'm not sure if I'm going to be home. Okay. For it. Um, so I may catch it on a replay. Yeah. Um, but again, there's that there's, and there's battle of the belts. We've got the new NWA show. Lots of Saturday stuff going on. Lots of Saturday stuff. By the way, Jonathan Gresham is defending the, our, uh, the Ring of Honor championship on this show, too. So the, the Ring of Honor belts are getting defended on, on other shows and are keeping them alive. I think that's good. Yeah, I think that's excellent. Excellent. Let's jump to WWE and NXT. Yeah. And let's talk about NXT UK. We had a big title defense. The final boss, Maiko Satamora. Mako, but Mako. close. Yes. Mako. Mako Satamora. Uh, defending against Blair Davenport. Was looking forward <laughs> to this match and did not disappoint. This was good. This was, it was good. This is yep. hard hitting. Um, and uh, Satamora picking up the win. Uh, I wasn't sure how it was going to go. I kind of thought Blair Davenport was going to win. I was leaning the same way. I thought Blair was going to take it. But yeah, Satamora picks up the victory. Now, I, it's not to say that Blair won't eventually the one oh no i mean this isn't over she attacked her after the match. yeah after we're done so uh i i think it's a matter of time yes blair um, davenport's gonna be the next champion i like how this ended though because you, you constantly see you know like the sunset flip and then the the person being sunset flipped rolls it over into a counter and then they roll it over into another counter and they just keep going and it never ends the match this time mm-hmm. it did that counter ended the match that's how mako satamora won the match yep. which and I, I like that actually i want to i want to jump back to stardom real quick because of something mm-hmm. i did want to mention that high speed championship match yeah how tired was that ref's arm <laughs> yes that string of near falls just counter 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 yeah <laughs> yep. it was dizzying dizzy it was 
It but was. anyway, yes. Um, but yeah, you're right. It, it was great to see it end this way instead of the predictable way we've seen it so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really good and refreshing. But yeah, of course, Blair attacking uh, Satomura after the match. So obviously not done. Not done. Going to get more going on there. Yeah. Um, over on uh, regular NXT, we had New Year's Evil mm-hmm. kicking off the year with a big show. Lots of big things going down on that show. Uh, but one of the things, Wendy Chu gets a name. <laughs> she does. She does. We saw her, I don't know, two or three weeks ago, sitting behind the the announce table with a, a mask over her eyes sleeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and then, and completely, even though she was wearing pajamas, completely fooling people online that thinking she was an actual fan who fell asleep on the at the show. I, I couldn't believe when I was seeing people uh, referencing the, the fact that she was obviously a plant. And then some NXT hater, uh, I hate to break it to you, dude. She wasn't a plant. I'm like, you're a moron. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's the embodiment of how Vince McMahon feels about the old NXT. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Uh, what a change for her, too, to go from, from Mei Ying yep. to, to this. <laughs> um, could not be more different. Uh, I, I don't know what what kind of future this character has once the bell rings well i guess we'll find <laughs> out because it looks like we're gonna get a six man or six woman tag out of this yeah um but yeah i don't know <laughs> could be one of those she walks around look like she's napping but as soon as the bell rings she's like festus right <laughs> yes <laughs> just yes people apart oh, i'd be that down would for be that tremendous that oh would be amazing i would love that so much i now no matter what they do, I'm going to be disappointed because it's not going to be that. I know, right? <laughs> That'd be so great. She just she's always tired, but as soon as the bell rings, it's like <laughs> awakens the beast. Oh, but yeah. But we also had, of course, the triple threat match: Mandy uh, Rose defending uh, against uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Cora Jade for the NXT Women's Championship, and Mandy retaining somewhat predictably um i was kind of hoping they would we'd get a shake up and maybe see cora jade uh, pick up the victory and they did kind of tease it they teased us with it but mandy of course retaining toxic attraction staying on top of the women's division in nxt well um title used to go on woman that could actually wrestle and now putting it on woman who just have looks yep <laughs> but no uh Mandy is not terrible in the ring. I don't know what that no. guy is watching. <laughs> really don't. Right. Is she good looking? Yes. Yes. Yeah. She is stunningly gorgeous, but she can go in the ring. Yeah. Uh, certainly well enough. Uh, I, I think it was, when I say too early for Cora Jade, I don't mean too early for the performer. I mean too early for the character yeah. to, to win this title and too early for Mandy to lose it. Uh, yeah. But- yeah on both sides it was it would have felt very quick mm-hmm. a little rushed yeah yeah so uh i i hope to someday see cora jade win the championship i think she's done tremendous work in a short amount of time to make herself relevant uh she has grabbed that proverbial brass ring they gave her an opportunity and she's made the most of it uh so i, I do hope to see her one day be be champion just wasn't quite time yet yeah 
Um, let's jump over to Raw. Um, not really much on SmackDown to even talk about because they didn't even have a, well, they didn't have a show this past week. Right. Um, and we already talked about uh, Tony and Charlotte. So. Yeah. So, uh, but let's get into Raw. Uh, and well, I guess first we've got to talk about day one. Yeah, uh, which only had the one women's match, as we said, and that was Becky versus Liv for the Raw Women's Championship. Tremendous match. Excellent match. Tremendous match. Absolutely loved the sunset flip powerbomb that yeah. uh, Liv jumped off the second rope, twisted into. That was beautiful. Yeah. Breathtaking. Um, Becky picking up the win, which, again, it was kind of a we kind of expected that. Live winning would have been more of the surprise. Um, but I'm hoping again, as I said weeks ago, that this is leading to a possible Live Morgan Rumble victory. Yeah. And rechallenge for that belt at Mania. But I don't know. But we'll, let's talk about the match first and give me your thoughts on the match. I uh, loved the match. And Becky messed up the ending. <laughs> Um, because obviously she was supposed to put her feet on the ropes. Uh, she was reaching for the ropes with her feet and she was too far away and couldn't do it. And so what was not supposed to be a clean finish ended up being a clean finish, which hurts the whole thing. Now they, on raw, they, they had the promo segment and it was excellent. I thought everybody did a great job, but you could see that they were just kind of forging ahead with what they had already planned, even though they had to tiptoe around the fact that it was a clean win um, because it didn't make a whole lot of sense for Liv to even have um, a justification for a rematch. But they're, I'm, I'm glad that they're not changing the plan because of that, that uh, mistake and that they're going ahead and not punishing Liv for for that sort of thing but ah man it it, it did hurt it that she won clean when she obviously wasn't supposed to um but hopefully people forget about it yeah um agree it did again it looked like she was supposed to put her feet on the road because she definitely went to but she was just too far away yeah um but you know in the moment of course you know you don't redo the spot you got to kind of go with it yeah you gotta yeah yeah you really could and i mean i liked the kind of counter off the rope yeah yeah it was a slam uh, that was uh, that yeah. was new it was something new i, I dug that yeah. good spot um so when you look at it move wise like it makes sense that she might get a clean win after that move but the story of her putting her feet on the ropes because she doesn't believe she can beat live without the extra leverage would have right. played better and then she in, in theory the story was she wouldn't have yeah yeah and because you know again they spent all this time having becky tell her you're not good enough you're not good enough you can never get the job done and that's exactly what happened whereas had her feet been on the ropes that wouldn't have really been what happened yeah because then Liv can say you know i would get the job done if you quit cheating right kind of thing so yeah uh but now things get even more complicated as we get into Raw, because Bianca comes out during the confrontation segment between Liv and Becky and reinserts herself into this picture. And um, yeah, so now Liv and 
Bianca come to blows over this. Which I didn't expect to happen. They just suddenly started pounding on each other. I, I didn't think that was going to happen. And I'm going to tell you, this worries me. This worries me in the Liv Morgan trajectory. Okay. Because if the idea is to put Bianca back in the spotlight, that doesn't leave room for Liv. It depends. It depends on why they're putting Bianca in the spotlight. If they're putting Bianca in the spotlight because they need a challenger for the Rumble and they don't want it to be Liv and they're just killing time, then that's one thing. But if the plan is for Bianca to win the belt, then yeah, Liv is going to be pushed to the side. Now, ideally, what I would like to see here is Liv and Bianca kind of cancel each other out. Dewdrop, who is now part of a triple threat match, is going to happen this upcoming Monday on Raw to see who will face Becky at the Rumble. Um, I'd like to see Dewdrop win somehow, mm-hmm. giving Becky and Dewdrop a, pro- a program. Um, to where you're not using one of the two favorites between Bianca and Liv that the fans are really behind Mm -hmm. and who they really want to see possibly take Becky down. You uh, you put Dewdrop in that. She has a nice program. You get a good match out of her. Becky defends successfully, whatever. And then Liv or Bianca, maybe they're the last two in the Rumble, heighten the drama. One of them goes on to Mania to face Becky. Right. Yeah. The only problem with Dewdrop versus Becky is that they're both heels. And I think it would cause the fans to start cheering Becky again. True. My other wild theory in another direction is we're going to see a double turn coming. I think the Becky Lynch heel experiment has been overall a failure. See, I don't think so. I don't think so. They've been booing her lately. Solidly, the fans were behind Liv at day one. Some of those boos are being piped in. That has come to light recently. They have been piping in some boos for Becky through the PA system. Yes, fans are booing her, but not as in mass as everybody would like to believe. See, I don't believe they piped stuff in. I've been to shows, I've never heard stuff piped in. All the shows I've been to, I've never heard it. I think that's what people like to say in order to either crap on WWE or support a narrative that they want to believe. Maybe this came from several different fans in attendance. Yeah. I don't, I don't. Believe <laughs> well, I still think, it's, I still think her heel turn has been a failure. She doesn't come off and present herself the way that they, because they're trying to make her Conor McGregor comparatively to how Conor McGregor is in UFC. It's that same type of character, the same swagger, and she doesn't pull it off. Uh, there's uh, another character in New Japan trying to do the same thing and doesn't do it. Um, mm-hmm. A male wrestler whose name just escapes me right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Not Will Ospreay. Well, maybe maybe it's Osprey. Possibly. Um, but I think the fans still want to cheer Becky. And it's not that they want to boo Liv or Bianca or whoever, but they just don't like seeing Becky as a heel. And I kind of think they might try to pull a double turn and either turn Bianca or Liv into a heel to then put Becky back face. I think the belt's still going to come off of Becky, but I think in turn, they're going to reset her back to a face. I don't know. I, 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 I'm not 
in total agreement there, but we'll see. Again, it's just my opinion. I'm not saying it's going to yeah. happen. It's my wild theory. <laughs> yeah. But uh, other huge news. And we are very excited to see, you know, hopefully excited. Please don't let this be crap. <laughs> but Alexa Bliss yes. returning or starting, making her journey back to Raw, as they put it. Yes. Which, as I speculated when we were talking before the show, could this mean a short stop off at SmackDown? to get revenge on Charlotte Flair mm-hmm. as she comes back to Raw. But overall, that means almost assuredly we're going to get a blissful rumble. She's going to be in the Royal Rumble, I would assume. I hope. I hope so, um, yeah. Um, so very happy to have Alexa coming back. And interesting to see which form of Alexa we will see. I wouldn't mind getting classic Alexa back. God yeah. rest Alexa. Uh, if only because that means that we're going to see her more. Now, would you be disappointed if it's the same Alexa that left? No, no. I just want to see her more because yeah. with, with the Supernatural character, we weren't seeing her. She was barely wrestling, and I just want to see her in the mix more. So whatever whatever leads to that, I'll be behind. Yeah. But I'm glad to have her back no matter what. Yes. Uh, always welcome addition to the roster, and she's such a great character. She's great on the mic. She's great in the ring. Bring her and back. Give her a she belt. Yeah, well, she could be a face or a heel. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even upon her return, they could go either way with it. And I mean, she's so, going to get that hero's welcome return. She you will. Know, that's going to happen. She will, but she's so good that, I mean, I mean, she's such a good heel. She's such a good heel yeah. that she could easily get that heel reaction if, if that's the way they wanted to go. So um, where we've got, you know, these four players right now, Liv, Bianca, Becky, and Dewdrop. Um, having her in the mix again will will help freshen things up and give more options for what they want to do. Yes, 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 yes. And I guess I'll, and we can also kind of throw in there, even though that's the last of the call sheet. But we did have a. I actually I did mean to put this on here. I did want to talk about it. The tag team title match from Raw. Oh right. Yes. And a couple things I want to say. First, I want to say. Kudos to Carmella, who is working injured, which is why she did not tag into the match. Um, so keep she's trying to keep herself on TV, but they're trying to limit all of her physicality. But kudos to her for powering through and still doing that. I absolutely hated how that made this match come off, though. Because she didn't tag in, which means you had Zelina Vega, who I love, mm-hmm. defeat two wrestlers on her own. Yeah. Basically, a handicap match. In a handicap match. Yeah. And one of those wrestlers is Rhea Ripley, who is twice Zelina Vega size. Yeah. And, you know, former champion and, you know. Yeah, you know. (laughs) So that's not a good look. (laughs) Right. Right. I get it because of who took the pin, that being Nikki. Uh, This is building that animosity to whatever split, break, whatever's going to happen between Rhea and Nikki, which is coming, it feels Mm -hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Um, I still I, want to see Nikki become a super villain. I hope that's what they do. I think that would be tremendous. What if, as Alexa Bliss returns, she helps transition Nikki into a super villain mm-hmm. and they reform their tag team? Yeah, see, it, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Alexa can do so much. Yeah. She could be used in so many different ways. I, I'm so excited to have her back. 
I so, hope they use her well. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really excited. We'll have to wait and see, but yeah, good, 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 good stuff. Um, but thank goodness, lots to look for. I tell you what, I'll, I'll give Raw its credit. This was this past week's Raw was one of the first Raws that I looked forward to watching. Like can't miss. Mm-hmm. How to watch it. Now it mm-hmm. involved a lot of stuff, including Brock Lesnar, as to why mm-hmm. that was a can't miss episode. But I'm super excited for this week's as well because of the stuff that we've talked about here and what we saw in this past week's Raw. Right. So I'm I'm amped. I think WWE off to a good foot in the new year, mm-hmm. notwithstanding the releases. Right. Right. Uh, but as far as the wrestling side and not the business side, I am I'm I'm kind of hyped for WWE uh, starting the year off strong. Yeah, I want to see what they do with Charlotte. Who they're gonna Who they're gonna put her? Yeah, and there's that big question against, mark, yeah. especially with Tony. Now, will we see somebody transition over to SmackDown? Right. Since they lost, uh, in my eyes, a big time player mm-hmm. from SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people have assumed maybe Sasha. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's the obvious one. And, and she you, has been working no, Charlotte in the wouldn't. house shows over the holiday. Right. So that could be the direction they go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 they could have. I wish they had more than one match at day one, more than one women's match at yeah. day one. Even if they didn't want to do a Charlotte match, Naomi and Sonya. Yeah, for the you, love of God, you had plenty of ma- you could have put Zia Lee in a match against mm-hmm. anybody, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Natalia, Natalia, um, yeah, but uh, yeah, goodness. I'm but the match they gave us was great, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, good things are coming for for uh, WWE women, yeah, and uh, yeah, well, uh, you know what. We, we can ramble for hours talking about this, but let's yeah. wrap the show up. <laughs> uh, All right, got, let's do it. Let's we, do it. We got to have our May Young Give Him a Hand Awards for the week. Thank you so much. Who you got, or not who, but what do you have as your match of the week? Liv and Becky, all the way. I was on pins and needles. I didn't know which way it was going to go. I felt like Liv was going to win, even though in my head, I, I knew that it was better if she not win yet. Uh, it just speaks to how well that they've done with this, that in my heart, I wanted her to win it anyway. And, you know, that's tricky to pull off, to, to make you want something for the character that you know isn't really best. So kudos to them. And it was an excellent match. And uh, Liv is, is showing that she belongs. So Liv and Becky. Okay. For me, just because I was happy to see her come back, it's going to be Julia and Konami. Uh, just really happy to have Julia back wrestling. That, that she is the one that caught oh, my are, eye. Are, are we doing two weeks? Because that wasn't in the past week. Oh, I guess technically you're right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because if we're doing two weeks, I'm because I mean, everything I've watched is all kind of lumped into one between shows. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. So I was yeah. kind of I was counting everything we've seen since our last show that we did. <laughs> oh, well, in that case, it's Tom and Saya. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But if this um, is the last week, it's Liv and Becky. Okay. If it's last week, yeah, I, I'd probably have to agree. It'd have to be Liv and Becky. Um, yeah. Your wrestler of the week. 
The first okay. week of so for the we'll, we'll just say okay. the last week for last week for for the okay. first week of 2022. Jade Cardinal. Jade, first ever TBS Women's Champion. A uh, huge, I mean, nobody can take that away. And it's one of the rarest uh, accomplishments to be a first ever champion uh, for any particular title. And uh, so, yeah, I got to give it to Jade. Congratulations. And I can't refute that either. I mean, that's yeah. that's pretty much right on point. Um, let's see your favorite moment from the past um, week. Just, just something that I loved, uh, stardom. We had uh, Ruaka, Rina, and Starlight Kid. Uh, no, no, wrong wrong one. It was um, Fuki and Death, Momo and Saki. We talked about this match against Izumi, um, Hayashi, uh, Utami, and Sai Kamatani. Although that wasn't the match either. Am I doing two weeks now? <laughs> I think I was doing two weeks now. <laughs> Daggone it. Um well, in that case, I'm going with uh, Tekla's debut. Um, okay. That was within the last week. She really made a huge impression. Uh, not taking anything away from Mariah, but just, just something about Tekla. She's really just, she's got that it factor that you look for in a wrestler. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she's going to be big. And so her debut, uh, definitely, definitely going to be my uh, thing that I love this week. I was gonna say uh, they were they were doing the Obedo Tai was doing the spot where Fuking and Death pretends to smoke, uh-huh. and uh, Rena was doing it with her, and then the referee came over and told her to stop it because she's not old enough. <laughs> yes, yes, that was great. Yes, <laughs> but that wasn't in the last week. That was uh. that was before at the pay per view. Yeah um i am going to say because i i totally agree um with the toxic spider uh yeah. she's awesome but i'm gonna say the news that alexa bliss is returning is my favorite moment just because yeah. alexa bliss is returning right <laughs> yes all it was was a graphic and that's all i needed let's go right <laughs> yep because, yep and this is the funny thing and actually this <laughs> i want to pose a what if and mm-hmm. it's, it's in the show. It's not specifically women's wrestling, but Veer, who has been coming to Raw. <laughs> yeah. I want his gimmick to be the camera on him showing up at arenas that they're not at. <laughs> and he's always trying to get to Raw and never can get there. <laughs> he's at the one from the previous week. Yes, he's always a week behind. So he's the, always he didn't get a vignette this week. There was nothing about him this week. I know nothing. I'm like... <laughs> Is this I, I like? I, I don't want this to be because I don't ever want anybody to lose their job, right? But imagine coming to Raw, coming to Raw, coming to Raw. WWE has come to terms with the release, <laughs> right? And, like, and just never shows up. He's been on main event like doing? two or three times since I they've know. been doing this. He's wrestling a main event. Yeah, yeah. It's not like he's not kind of there, right? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Insane, insane. But yeah, that's the week from us. Uh, again, Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week, of course, regular scheduled time. Same bat place, same bat channel. And, we and sometime have... this month, sometime this month, we'll have our uh, best matches. Yeah, we're going to figure that out uh, yeah. when we're going to be able to record that show and have our uh, each top tens, I believe is what we went for, yep. of 2021 uh, coming up for you. More details on that as we figure it out. But uh, yeah, have a great weekend. Enjoy uh, Hard to Kill. Enjoy NWA USA. Um, 
uh battle for the belts everything raw this upcoming monday enjoy wrestling like we do keep it positive uh three big stardom shows this weekend so yeah watch wrestling because you love it yeah watch it because you want to hate on it right get a life people anyway (laughs) have a great weekend take us out so actually no wait before you take us out if you want to get a hold of us of course Mm -hmm. Uh, you can email us at poswrestlecast at gmail.com. You can find us at plus wrestlecast uh, on Twitter. You can find me at Timothy K. You can find Stephen at Bizarro Doom. And you can find us on Facebook. Just search for the Positively Wrestling Podcast. And starting this weekend, you will be able to find us on TikTok or me specifically. I'll be doing some TikTok stuff for the channel. Uh, just search for Positively Wrestling. But uh, that's it from us. Have a great weekend. Take us out, Steve. I will try to get a life, but no promises. I've been trying for a long time. Until next week, matane.